Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. It's Friday afternoon, so it can only mean one thing, and that is that I'm joined by Paul Gallagher, who is also known as the Voice of Value. How's it going, Paul? Not bad at all yet. Pretty busy week, but um, can't complain. All, all going well. You're in to go for the weekend? Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Cambridgeshire, big big handicap. It's the, the sort of race of the day tomorrow, and um, yeah, twenty nine runners. Good, it's good fun. Look, looking forward to that one. Yeah, we'll come on to that shortly. But before we do, just a wee recap on last week, and we can celebrate a winner at Air. We did suggest it. Yeah. Your favourite means yeah. as a kid and as an adult. So good to get a winner on the board. Gutted, uh, gutted. We weren't able to go along to it. Yeah, a day was too short, um, too, too big a price, I thought, and, and rightly so. Went, we went away and won it, which was great. And um, we also had Admirality placed in second in the in the uh, the Silver Cup. I thought that was going to get up actually at one point and win it. Well backed as well. I think we were talking about it about fourteen to one, twelve to one the night before. It went off at yeah. seventeen to two. So a decent each way return on that as well. Yeah, but great to get back in the winner's enclosure and hopefully we've got a couple that you've picked out for Saturday that might just get us back in there at Newmarket. Yeah, yeah I've got um, all, all of my selections are actually at Newmarket, just the way it's worked out. Um, there's one from my, one from my notebook um, and another one that I think is a really uh, too big a price, but, but should be should be favourite, I think. And then I've got two in the, the big race, so really looking forward to it. Yeah, so as you say, all three are at Newmarket, which means that all three are on TV tomorrow, which is great for armchair punters out there that are listening to uh, our podcast. And uh, first one is in the 2.25. It is, yeah. Um, the favourite is a horse called Dindala. Um, it's just favourite as we speak. It's, they're, they're sort of 3 to 1 versus 100 to 30 between the two of them. Um, Dindala is, is, a, is a good mare. Um, or, I should say a good filly, she's only a two-year-old, um, but she, um, I'm not sure she's quite as good as Miss Amulet, who brings pretty good um, Irish form into the equation, and also the, the big nagging doubt with Dundala is um, her trainer, Carol Burke, has had zero winners from 30 entries in the last 14 days, which is unlike that stable. So I'd be concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Miss Amulet is better anyway. They've booked Ryan Moore. Um, they've come over, you know, for, for the uh, for this big meeting and they've booked Ryan Moore for the, the ride on Miss Amulet. And I just think it looks a cracking mate. 100 to 30, I would have that closer to um, 2 to 1, 9 to 4, that sort of a thing. And I, and I'm, I think there might be a wee gamble on the horse as well. Um, and it, it could go off shorter. So I would say get on Miss Amulet tonight at 100 to 30 if you can. So is the booking a Ryan Doerr significant for you then? Yeah, it is. I mean, you just know he doesn't take any old booking for a start. And um, quite often, you know, he's booked up uh, to ride horses from Aidan O'Brien's yard that have come over. Um, and failing which, he'll usually have one from. Um, Michael Stow, um, you know, often rides for him in the UK. So, but he's just, a, you know, some people, some people like to grab him because he, he can get beat on favourites at times. And, but that's just the nature of the beast. <laughs> he is, he's still the best jockey probably out, out of all of the flat jockeys. Um, you know, he's not riding for, he's not riding for um, Bally Doyle and Aidan O'Brien for no reason. So yeah. he's the he's the top guy really. Um, so you can you can always sort of trust him to or you can usually trust him to do a good job uh, yeah so Miss Amulet 
100 to 30. Shared joint favouritism, chances are it may go favourite um, by the time this one starts tomorrow at 2.25. Uh, next up is the next race that you market. It was a fascinating race. Some of the best looking two-year-olds in the business in this one. That's it. So the last one was the, the sort of some of the best two-year-old fillies, and this is the some of the best two-year-old colts, the Middle Park Stakes. stakes. Um, it's competitive, this one. There's no doubt about it. Uh, if you pushed me, I'd probably say I'm less confident about this than I am about Miss Amulet in the previous race. Um, but I think Supremacy is a, is a very big price um, for a horse that looked really impressive um, at Goodwood last time out. Um, that was in just at the end of July. They've given it a rest, brought it back for this. Clearly fancy it. The note I'd made said, you know, it should be quite comfortable going for a Group 1 after this performance. So, you know, words to that effect in my notes. Um, so I, I really do expect it to go well. thought it would be more of a sort of 3-1 to one shot um, so nine to two has really um, got my interest. There's no doubt that the horse like Lucky Vega um, coming across from Ireland from Jessica Harrington's yard and Method, uh, a Martin Mead horse unbeaten in two runs with be Frankie on board, and they're both real um, strong opponents. But I just thought nine to two was a very fair price. So it's a, a you could almost do an each way bet if you wanted. There's some people that will tell you if, you know four to one nine to two um, yeah. do. The, and you probably get your account closed eventually if you keep doing it. But um, if you do it every so often, you can get away with it. But it would just be a sort of um, speculative win bet for me on supremacy at nine to two. Yeah, it looks very tight at the top of the betting. Yeah, that's it. It's really it's a competitive one. Um, it's sort of anyone from four really. The, the three that I mean, the, yeah, the three I've already mentioned, and Minzal is another one from Owen Burrows Yard, who's decent. Um, and actually, our guy on, on official ratings is um, second best to Lucky Vega, so I think he's got a very strong chance. Um, it's maybe s- slightly underestimated because of connections and not as um, not as sort of big name. Uh, Clive Cox Yard and Adam Kirby rides, so there might be a wee bit of that going on. Um, that just means that his price is slightly higher for us. Okay, so that's Supremacy and the three o'clock at Newmarket. Um, next up is, as you say, race of the day, the Cambridgeshire 29 go to post at the moment for this one. And uh, you've got a couple, <laughs> one of which is a voice of value special, I guess. But we'll <laughs> on that. come on to that in a second. Um, but it's uh, Elarab is the first one that you want to have a look at. It is, yeah. The, the, the appeal of Elarab is pretty, is pretty obvious. Um, four wins in a row um, this season. Uh, a progressive three-year-old who just yeah just looks the part. The ground's likely to likely to be soft, um, and so he's one on soft as well. So that's that's not a concern. So that's something else you can sort of tick off. Um, there are some in the race that you would worry about them if, if it goes particularly soft. I think it's starting to rain in Newmarket right about now. Believe it or not, I was checking the, the weather radar before we came on. Late. <laughs> <laughs> um, I such, love, love your attention to detail. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's it's starting to rain now and they expect it to rain for a few hours. So the ground, the, the jockeys today said it was sort of on the, on the softer side of good. So with a bit of rain overnight, I suspect it will be soft tomorrow. So that's something to bear in mind. Um, but yeah, Illarab's an obvious one. Um, a progressive three-year-old for, for William Haggis will stay the, the sort of nine furlongs here. It's, it's a strong end ten gallop, so it's it's run over nine furlongs. You want a horse that stays ten, really, because it, it, you know, there's 29 of them going hard at it. Yeah. Um, so 
I wouldn't be concerned on that front. Um, the only slight concerns would be it's a bigger field, obviously, than, than he's ever been involved with before. That can spook some horses. Um, and there was something else that was slightly concerning about me. Uh, yeah, this, the draw. I was going to ask about the draw, obviously, yeah. with so many runners. That's the thing. They, they go on about the draw, and it's, it's a difficult one to pick. That you're probably better... They're likely to split into two groups, so you're probably mm. better being towards one of the rails. Um, it, it tends to come down to a question of where the pace comes from, which horses are, are sort of going to lead from the front that you can just tuck in behind and get a nice toe into the race. Um, he might he might be slightly struggling in that regard, but I I, I don't get too hit up about um, about the draw. You, you can you can go over and over it, and then they jump out the stalls, and at that point it's a lottery. Anyway, you know, I think people can get too upset about it. If your horse is good enough, it should win, or it should certainly get in the top six, um, which is what we're getting from most bookies. So I, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. it was drawn, he's drawn 12, so I guess that gives Keenan Fallon some options potentially in the race. Well, that's it. Yeah, he can decide, and he's a good young jockey. So, you know, if, if, there, if he feels that the pace is going to be um, on one side or the other, he's actually got that option to tuck in or go up the middle or whatever he feels so yeah I think um, we'll leave it to him certainly certain <laughs> games what they're going to do and I think that the horse will be good enough um, and, and if he's good enough he'll be there thereabouts and you've got a second one picked out for place claims in this one at quite a big price mega, mega price here um, there's actually one or two um, I'll, I'll give a passing reference to a horse called Majestic Dawn ridden by Paul Hannigan um, which is about 40 to 1 I think there's some 50 to 1 about um, I thought that maybe should have been a bit of a shorter price um, if, you, if you sort of dig back into the form. There's some decent form there um, over 10 furlongs at Newmarket, in fact, on, on soft ground. Just maybe lacking a touch of class, hard to tell. But the one that I think is, is a huge price, a horse called Bear Force One, um, just jumped out to me as a sort of lightly raced four-year-old, so there's still potential for improvement. Um, decent performance at Newmarket two starts ago um, on good to soft ground over eight furlongs and was finishing off really well there. Won that race nicely, um, but was you know was strong towards the finish, which suggests the extra sort of furlong might not be an issue. That is a question mark, and it's perhaps why you're getting fifty to one about him. Um, he hasn't been hammered uh, by the handicapper for that win, so he's up five pounds since that. Um, and then the conditions weren't weren't suitable last time. It was seven furlongs. Uh, Good to firm ground, so still still finished in the frame, um, but didn't didn't go up in the weights. Um, so I, I just thought fifty to one, uh, you know, we're back worse fifty to one shots. Worth a squeak, yeah. Um, just seen Ladbrokes and Hills are both fifty to one that are paying six places. Other bookies are a wee bit shorter than the fifty to one, so that looks uh, those two places look the best bookies to get on board with at the moment. Yeah, a couple of pound each way on that, and that's your weekend paid for. So uh, there's no guarantee there, but I'm leaning towards that as a money back certainty. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Uh, okay, so that sounds good. I'll have to consult the legal department before you put that out. <laughs> that sounds good. Four horses across the races tomorrow, then. Can you just recap your selections for Saturday? I can indeed. They're all at Newmarket. Uh, the first one is 225, the Philly Miss Amulet, uh, about 100 to 30. Then at three o'clock, the Colt Supremacy, 
at 9 to 2. And then I've got two in the 335 in your market, which is the Cambridgeshire. The first is Illarab, and you'll get 9 to 1 widely available. Do that each way. And second is Bear Force 1, and that's 50 to 1. And also do that each way and keep your fingers crossed. Indeed, keep your fingers crossed. Thank you very much. That's us for the racing podcast this week. If you want more tips from Paul, then be sure to follow him on Twitter at The Voice of Value. You can also find him with more regular tips on the Mr. Fixit's Tips site at mrfixitstips.co.uk. So keep an eye out for him over there. That's us. Thank you very much, Paul. In the meantime, uh, best of luck to all our listeners and uh, good luck with your tips for Saturday. Yeah, good luck to everyone. Enjoy the rain. <laughs> <laughs>